0: Let's talk about happy habits. I'm always ragging you guys for asking me obvious questions and not knowing the answer to them let let me let me be generous in this episode for once. Let me be warm towards you guys i'm i al- I'm always ragging on you guys okay so you know like I think everyone has a happy habit, and this episode's gonna get deeper than you think. It's gonna be deep and positive and fun I think so like let me put it to you this way like. We all have different inner motivations. And not all of us were fortunate to have parents who cared about those things. I I my parents didn't care about my inner motivations. Too many parents go around thinking that they understand what's best for their kid because they produce the kid. But truth be told, even from a very young age, I'd say starting at toddler baby, perhaps earlier, like you gotta really understand. Your kid has their own priorities. They have their own inner motivations and interests, proclivities and inclinations towards things. And it's not always going to be easy to understand, but it's important that parents understand these things about their kids from very early on, you know, like I, it's not like I would, even if my parents cared about my inner motivations, I wouldn't expect them to understand that I wanted to create movies When I was trying to play with my toys in such a way when I was four or something like that. Um, But I think if they cared enough and really tried over time, they they would have done things in such a way where I would be able to articulate those things. Because I knew that I wanted to be like George Lucas in the interviews that were shown in the Star Wars movies before the Star Wars movies and the original trilogy on VHS, you know, so I'm recreating these battle scenes and things like that with my toys. And the they weren't all Star Wars toys either, but I, you know, it's like when I was four years old, I was trying to create like a movie with, with my toys and my mind. And, you know, I, I think that, you know, if my parents like cared cared for my inner motivations and what I was doing, because to them I was just playing with my toys and having a good time, and it's like, well, we need to get them ready for school. and We need to do this. We need to do that. All these things. Check all these boxes without any of the boxes being. You know what? What what are Chad Michael Hossack's inner motivations? What inspires him to make tomorrow worth the fight as a young kid? Because some kids grow up in a depressing place. You know, some, some, some kids grow up with, with less than I had, perhaps a lot too, d- depending how we want to look at it, you know, other countries and stuff, plenty, you know, but no matter where you come from, I think that, you know, if you're going to be a parent, you should understand your children very deeply and intimately and share your inner motivations with them. Don't BS with your kid. Don't opt for some generalist, vague platitude that is vaguely related to what you were trying to say or that you should say. Be completely real with your kid and be like, you know what? I wanted to be in the army, but I just couldn't. They wouldn't take me because of this. But instead, I did this, this, and that, which was the next best thing. And, you know, then we had you, you know, something like that. Be Be totally fucking real with your children. And don't baby talk them either. That's how they end up having a speech impediment. That's what happened to me. There's still some things I can't say properly, but I mean, like, you know your inner motivations lead to your happy habits they they lead they They lead to where you need to be in life. <clears throat> so like you know for for me like my my interests changed over time. My inner motivations, some of them are still very much the same. I'd say quite a lot of them. But, you know, like my interest in filmmaking led to screenwriting. And so I bought some courses on screenwriting and I have like over dozens of outlines written. And there's only very few of them that I actually want to try to self produce, the other ones I want to sell. And, you know, it's not just outlines, but also scripts. Actual scripts. Properly formatted scripts. And I might be able to make a living. Screenwriting. If I really wanted to. But I'm so invested in the ones that I want to produce myself. And it's not even just for the money. But for having control of the art. Um, it, it's like. My inner motivation on filmmaking. The very first one of mine. Uh, went to screenwriting. And I don't talk about it a lot. Because I just don't want to give away my ideas. But maybe eventually i maybe eventually i will talk more about it once i once i figure that out but then the other one was music and creating music i still do that i just haven't published anything uh the other one is uh i mean my primary motivation was to be in specifically in the army they wouldn't take me because of the head injury alone but bipolar on top of that and then uh the other branches wouldn't take me. Even with a medical waiver, none of them would take me. So I, I had my dreams crushed in my early adult life. You know, I I really wanted to be like my dad is a Vietnam veteran, and you know what? Like that's just something I unfortunately have to live with. But I guess I guess from a self help perspective of like possibilities, I didn't want it bad enough. In the sense that Illegal and unethically. I didn't manipulate my way into the army. Some way, somehow. Fine. Okay, fine. I guess I didn't want it bad enough. But I'm not willing to. Risk jail time. Or a criminal record over those kind of things. Or anything really. Depending what's at stake. But even my dream of being in the army. Isn't enough to like make me want to. Do something like that. But like I said. Hence, you know. I don't want it bad enough. And um, another inner motivation of mine that's not very apparent to people for some reason. Um, I've, I love gathering information, understanding it, and then having discourse about it with other people and seeing what they think and what information they know. And building a holistic framework of reality. I don't know why that's not obvious to people right away. But yeah, I mean... Like, probably my favorite thing to do, one of my happy habits, would be just meditating. Podcasting is on there, too, um, because I get to fulfill what I previously said, sharing information I find valuable. Uh, But you know what? Like, There's something special about waking up early in the morning and clocking in at work, like really early in the morning, Like 7 a.m. and walk into the grocery store during the sunrise and clocking in, putting the apron on and uh, seeing people starting their day, greeting people who are early birds, shopping for their stuff. And by the way, most people who are shopping in the morning, early in the morning, they're buying fresh foods. I don't think I've ever seen an early morning shopper buying a bunch of frozen dinners i will make them fat. Or anything i will make them fat other than donuts. But they usually buy only like one or two. No more than four at a time. But the ones who buy more than two at a time tend to be with other people at the time too. Like they're a couple or they're like a family or something. But, yeah, I mean, like, you get different types of people at different times of the day at grocery stores. It's really interesting. And, you know, like, uh, my main guys, my two work friends, uh, yeah, they're early morning too. And uh, we're always happy to greet each other, really excited. You know, do a little personal chit-chat and stuff. And they also have helped me with some things I was unfamiliar with at my tasks. But, um yeah, really cool guys and it just it just feels good. Like another happy habit of mine is waking up early in the morning meditating even if it's not a work day like I keep the same sleep schedule no matter what I'm working or not. I mean, my sleep schedule changes because of the job, but I I still always wake up early in the morning even on my days off. You know, cook some scrambled eggs, eat that and then have some black tea. Oh yeah, perfect perfect morning. You know, so I have a few happy habits: podcasting and working early in the morning, and working working late at night is a good one too. Everything slows down. There's less responsibilities, and I get to do things that will make things easier for the early morning other people at my job and uh yeah late late at night is probably my favorite shift work work, like closing and stuff like working late at night is my favorite shift just just because i i get through the whole day it starts off busy and then it goes slow um but yeah i worked this morning and got off at noon and uh yeah it, it doesn't feel good to clock out knowing everyone's busy without me it doesn't feel good. I like to be there to be helpful. But it feels good. Like after uh, clocking in at noon and then working all night. And then I clock out and everyone's has got him under control. That feels way better. But it also feels better aesthetically too for my own reasons. Like it feels good to like come home at night and do my nighttime routine and go to bed and uh, wake up early. It just hits different. They both hit good, though. And, like, you know, so podcasting, I feel good whenever I'm sharing things that are on my mind, especially if they're practical and valuable. That's what this whole podcast is really about. But I try to add some pizzazz to it. Um, You know, meditating is my go-to, whether it's a work day or it's a day off. Meditation. Where I just sit in a chair and do nothing for some period of time, a couple hours at the minimum. And I just let my thoughts pass by. I'm not on my phone, there's no laptop, there's no sound or anything. So this is something that's kind of hard to achieve, not living by myself. But, but a lot of the times I get time to myself and um, I'm able to just meditate. And let my thought, let my thoughts sort themselves out on their own. And just be in total zen, even when things are going awry and terrible in my life. Uh, I find solace in music making. Um, <clears throat> practicing the guitar alone is very meditative and very fun. You know, or any instrument really, but I, guitar is my go to. It feels good to strum the strings and play some chords, even if I'm not playing an actual song, but I'm just like. Playing the guitar and improvising and just messing around. That's a happy habit. A lot of people would say hiking in nature is their thing. Yeah, 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 that's cool. It's meditative. Um, but I I always felt like hiking was such a chore for me. It does feel good to be out in the woods and out in nature. But it's always just such a chore for me. Going to the gym is another cliche, but I actually prefer it to hiking. Um, But yeah, I mean, we, we all have things that we do that we gravitate towards to provide ourselves a good experience. And I think that understanding what you do that makes you most happy, even when everything is going wrong, I think that can tell you a lot of interesting information, not only about you and yourself but also life and what that is like for you. And I think that our happy habits are something to be explored. I think that's something worthwhile to understand about ourselves. I think it's worthwhile to understand life in the way of what makes us happy. And what got me thinking about this is I've been collecting wisdom from older people, the baby boomers and Gen Xers, And asking, well, I mean, what's the most important thing in life to you? All these people are in their old age, and a majority of them say that happiness is the most important thing in life. And I found that interesting because happiness is not a priority to me. It's something I do try to achieve at least once a day, but it's not like a it's not everything to me. It's not all that there is for me. All that there is for me is information. And coordination between me and other people on understanding how the real world works. And that's, what's most interesting to me. And that's another place where I'm most happy is public discourse and building frameworks. And so I just found that interesting and it got me reflecting, well, what do I do to be happy? What makes me most happy? And what are my inner motivations and how have they led to happiness and I think that's something worthwhile for me to share with you and also something worthwhile for you to share with others and also find out for yourself.